Welcome to the MVP Podcast, where we talk about anything NBA. I am Sam Holcroft, joined alongside Gage Zollicoffer and Peyton Thompson. Before we begin, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at MomentumMVP, follow our Facebook page at MVP Momentum Podcast, and check us out on YouTube at MVP Momentum Podcast. So today we're going to do our preseason, I guess, start to our uh, current or custom NBA stock market game. Gage and I did this last year. We're having Peyton join along with us this year. Um, so just like last year, we tiered some of these based on their record last year, their, uh, finish last year, and also their kind of like power rankings going into the season. So the nuggets are the top team going into this stock market season at $50. The bucks, Suns, and Celtics are $45 heat Lakers, 76ers, Warriors, Cavaliers, and Grizzlies are $40. The Kings, Knicks, Clippers, Hawks, and Mavericks are, oh, and the Nets are $35. The Thunder, Pacers, Pelicans, Bulls, and Timberwolves are $30. The Raptors, Rockets, Magic, Jazz, and Hornets are $25. And then the bottom four teams that are $20 are the Blazers, Wizards, Spurs, and Pistons. So I'm not going to go all into the the formula because if you're looking on youtube that's it's a very complex formula so basically what it amounts to there's some category or some main categories basically their season win percentage their win percentage for the last two weeks so it kind of gives like some sort of kind of like recency bias an expected win percentage that is going to be from the espn rpi and then also the best record in the nba so all of that's going to kind of compute into our big formula and it'll make it so either they gained or lost money. We had to change the system last year from last year because, you know, towards the end of the season, we didn't have any teams that were like with losing records, making any money. And Gage and I thought that we should make it interesting. So like we can get some money on the wizards, you know, in March and they could maybe make us some money because they have a favorable schedule. So there's a lot of little factors in, we're going to try to figure this out as we go. We haven't really done any practice runs. So uh, we're starting off uh, with um, – we can start talking about some of the teams. So we all have money or some shares in the Nuggets. I have 15. You both have 10. The Bucks is where it gets kind of interesting. Gage, Bucks, the reason you lost last year, uh, you're getting 35. You're not letting that happen again, I see. Uh, well, PT and I are getting 20. So uh, I've been talking for a little bit. So you guys can go ahead and say why you didn't want to invest in the Suns because I'm the only one that did. I don't know. I think there was just better money to be invested elsewhere. Like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the Suns are, are, are good. But I, with what they're expected to do, given the, the few, like, the beginning of the season, um, I don't see, I guess their strength of schedule didn't really speak out to me that they're going to beat the expectations uh, for that expected win. So I think, I don't think combine that with a new group. I don't think the Suns will, um, exceed expectations, even though they already have large expectations on them. So I'm just, I don't know. They're just better teams. Yeah. Yeah. I would pretty much just say the same thing. I think it's just that $45 threshold for me. If they were at 40, I mean, obviously at 35, that'd be a bargain, but they were closer to that $40 range. I think I would have had a few more shares in them, but 
Yeah, I'm just a big believer in the Celtics and Bucks this year, so I went that route. Yeah, I just think that, you know, and as you can kind of tell if you're watching on YouTube, I'm the only one that really didn't invest in some of those lower-level teams. You both invested in at least three. Uh, I only put a little bit into the Spurs, but we'll, we'll talk about the Spurs later. But I just believe that, you know, with a big three, you know, high expectations, but I think especially since they're all going to be healthy to start the season, then they should be able to hit those expectations. Another team we all have is the Celtics. I have 15 shares while you both have 10. And I might not have uh, mentioned this earlier, but well, we all have $5,000. And just so you guys know, don't, don't be texting me or anything. I'm not giving you $5,000 for real. So <laughs> we don't, you know, last year Gage was like, you're giving me 5,000. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I never said that. No, I, you definitely <laughs> did. So you know what? What you did do is you did give me a hundred dollars. Which what, what? What are we bargaining? Are we, are we putting fifty in for this? <laughs> on who's going to win this? Fifty dollars on this. Fifty dollars. So then you win a hundred. I don't know. I'd have to do a lot. Of re- I'd have to do at least fifty dollars <laughs> worth of research. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we know you didn't. We know you didn't do a hundred dollars last year. Yeah. <gasps> um, another team that we have. Uh, stock in uh, Gage and I are going with 10 shares in the Lakers while Peyton is going with five um, and Peyton and I are going with the Warriors I have 10 he has six Gage no faith in the the veteran team in the Warriors no that's it no no you want an answer <laughs> I gave you no <laughs> uh, okay um, uh, I got five on the Cavs you know, they were a playoff team last year, and I think that this could be one of those teams. It's not necessarily like what what we what Gage and I call the Orlando Magic Effect, where a bad team has like a great start to the season. Because there was a string of like three years in a row where the Orlando Magic was like the one seed for the first three or four weeks of the season. Last year, it happened to be the Utah Jazz. Um, but I think the Cavs could be one of those teams potentially that can climb and be the one or two seed, kind of like the Pelicans were for those first few months of the season. So I put five on them. Uh, another team I put five on was the Grizzlies. PT, you did as well. Uh, Gage, job being out really uh, really affects you that much? Yeah, yeah, basically. Like We're going against ESPN here, so it's, it's real tough. Uh, but yeah, I'm just not going to – I don't want to get – I just don't want to get involved. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to get involved in any of that. It's just too spicy yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, but but you'll draft him in fantasy basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'll wait 25 days. <laughs> um, <laughs> I failed you, Jaw. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. 20, I'll fail if if I'll take a punishment for Jaw's crimes in my own fantasy league. <laughs> it's okay. I think you'll be just fine. Um, so the Knicks, or sorry, not the Knicks, the Kings. Uh, none of you have money on the Kings. Please tell me why. I need to know. I think the Kings are due for a little bit of regression. I think they'll still be a good team. Um, but I think they're just going to be more realistically around that six to eight range. Um, you know, I think very easily a younger up and coming team could eclipse them. A couple injuries are really detrimental for them as for, as far as, uh, you know, how much they rely on De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. Obviously, Keegan Murray's there. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just didn't really feel like putting in shares was appropriate. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. 
I just, uh, I don't know. Like, they're going to regress a little bit. Um, and I think their expected win is going to be, like, much higher uh, towards the beginning beginning of the season. I'll, I'll probably jump on board. Eventually, you know, you have to jump on board on these teams at the right point when you think it's the best, but it's just not right for the Kings right now. Yeah. Like like I did uh, early in the season with the Jazz last year, and then you hopped on board, and they, they ended up losing you money last year. So... It's a, the stock market is all about timing. Yeah. Hey, what, what, what was this? Was this the stuff that you said last year, Gage? It's not. It's not the time you spend on the market. It's the time you no, spend in the not, market. It's not. It's not timing the market. It's it's uh, time in the market. Uh, yeah, time in the market. Yeah. Yeah. They the they they have the like I think Sacramento has arguably one of the strongest schedules right off the bat. So I'm just kind of like scared of that. I'm just kind of scared of that. If I look again at the Sacramento Kings schedule, when I when I took a look, I'm just like, uh, I don't know if I want to be part of that either. Let's see. Who do they play first? Who is their, for, who is their first? Um, Utah, Golden State, Lakers, Golden State, maybe uh, uh, a couple games from Houston, and then a freebie for Portland and OKC. But I just don't like Utah, Golden State, Lakers, Golden State. That kind of scared me a little bit. It's just, I don't know. All right. <laughs> that could end uh, badly. You also don't like the Knicks, Gage. Uh, Peyton and I both invested five. What, what's up with that? You should tell me what's up with that. I don't. What's up with the Knicks? What's what up made with you the Knicks? Th- yeah, what's up with the Knicks? I think I think that I mean well, they're a playoff team. Thirty-five dollars yeah. isn't isn't too bad. I mean, I only put in one seventy-five. Okay, so they're going to play Boston, then they're going to play Atlanta, then they're going to play the Pelicans with Zion, then they're going to play Cleveland, and then they're going to go play Cleveland again at home, and then they're going to play Milwaukee, and then the Clippers. You like that schedule for the Knicks? I think I think they can win some of those games. You know, you never know. Yeah, they can split some of those. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they're they're the the Knicks are usually like at last the at least like last couple years they're a pretty consistent team in the regular season like they play all their guys they run a really small rotation like you should in the playoffs obviously we've seen what happens to them in the playoffs but they're usually a consistent team um and they're going to be making another playoff push so i don't see any reason not to put in money but that's why i didn't go over five yeah uh another team that we all invested in was the clippers i put in 10 gage put in five pt put in 12 um PT, this is going to be the first team that we'll talk about that you were the only one that picked. You picked the Hawks, while Gage and I did not. What went into your kind of like your thought process with the Hawks? Yeah, I think uh, you know Dejounte Murray and Trey Young getting a little bit more rapport together. Obviously, Quinn Snyder having a full off season with the crew. Uh, I think getting John Collins out of the locker room will actually be addition by subtraction. Um, I think DeAndre Hunter should continue to get better. I like Jalen Johnson off the bench. Uh, I think they got nice little depth, especially with Bagdanovich. Um, so yeah, I mean, good coach. I think they'll continue to get better as Trey Young and Jalante Murray keep working together. Clint Capella is a pretty good rocket center. Um, so yeah, I like it. Okay. I can take that. Um, Gage, you picked 10 on the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. So you're I telling th- me that Mikhail Bridges is winning MIP. No, I'm telling you that the Nets also, I think play a, a little bit of a weaker schedule in the beginning. And I think, I think the beginning of the season is really for teams to ch- weaker teams 
to like take advantage of teams not really knowing how to like build that chemistry yet. So the Brooklyn Nets play they play Cleveland, so they might get smacked first game of the season. I pick them to go against Dallas. I pick them to win against Dallas. But then they get Charlotte. I pick them to beat Miami. I pick them to beat Chicago. I think they're just kind of like I'm interested. I'm just interested in seeing what they do. I'm not too invested in them, but it is interesting. Yeah, I just I'm not too big on the Nets. I mean, their expectations could be kind of low, but you know, I mean, I only invested in I think like eleven teams, twelve teams, where I just kind of seeing how some of these teams do at first. Uh, some of them I did take chances on just because they proved they proved last year like they were a playoff team. So I think the Nets is definitely one that I'm going to keep my eye on, especially if expectations are going to be low and they can win those games like against the Mavericks or like Hawks or someone. Yeah, it's more like, yeah, it's like uh, I expect the uh, the Nets to come out a lot better than they will the entire of the season, the entirety of the season. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I mean – I'd pretty much say the same thing, except I just I don't think my expectations are as high as you guys. I think I have them around that nine ten seed, forty win, you know, threshold. Um, they're going to be a team that splits a lot of games, but there's going to be times where they don't look good at all and they get smacked. So, um, well, like you said, we'll have to see how they do this first couple weeks. But yeah, uh, the next team we'll talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, at PT, you're the only one that put stock there. 16 shares. I was I was contemplating putting some in the Thunder, but 16. I feel like that's a that's a big start. That's your second highest behind the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. I think that your bang for your buck with the Thunder is is pretty on par with how they should perform. Um, I got to be honest. I didn't look at their opening schedule, so that'll that'll kind of be pending, but. Um, I just think that with their current progression with their young guys, how close they were, um, you know, what, what seed were they last year? Did they end up making they the really play They were the 10. Yeah. So they were in the play-in. Um, and so, you know, adding Chet back as well and then having even more progression with your young guys. I, I, I do believe in Dagnall as a coach as well. Um, so I just feel like the bang for your buck here is, is a, a good investment. So I see them, I see them being a solid six seed this year. Yeah, I feel like the Thunder is definitely a team that I'm going to hop on board with at some point, especially because you know I'm I'm going with Rookie of the Year Chet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not my Rookie of the Year. <laughs> no. Uh, um, you both went with the Pacers, and you both went with the Pacers relatively big. Explain why you went with 15 for UPT and 40 for Gage. Uh, I go ahead. I was just gonna say I love the Pacers this year uh, as a team. Uh, Rick Carlisle as a coach. Uh, I just think they're really headed in the right direction. I have them pretty high on my on my rankings this year, as as I've explained in other podcasts. But I don't not forty not forty. Uh, but I think fifteen is is a good spot for them. I think I think the Pacers, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Pacers fan for the beginning of the season uh, because I think the Pacers are gonna come out of come into all-star break as one of the hottest teams in the NBA. I think they're going to be a shoe in by the time we hit it, we hit around that break based on their schedule. Um, I think they will be right in the playoff race there. And um, I mean, 
I fairly think they're slept upon. They have an easy schedule. Like out of the teams, out of the teams with easier beginning schedules, the Pacers are definitely probably the best team. Uh, I, I just think the Pacers are going to improve from last year. Um, I mean, looking at their record, if you guys care, I mean, the first game of the season is Washington, so I expect them to win that. Cleveland could be a battle. Chicago, I expect them to win. Boston, they probably lose. Cleveland, again, a battle. Then Charlotte, San Antonio, Utah, some pickup. There's some wins there. Milwaukee, and then they have to play Philadelphia back-to-back. Well, not back-to-back, a day in between. But I think they can pick off one of those. But then after that, they have Orlando, Toronto, Detroit, Portland, and Miami. I am really low on Miami this year. Maybe towards the end of the season, if they, you know, Miami, Jimmy Butler historically always picks it up at the end of the season. But I think when you, Miami just did not do anything during free agency because they're betting on making some trades. I really think Miami is going to be an easier team to beat. So with the Pacers, given how good they are um, and their strength of schedule, I I think the Pacers are going to come in really hot this season. That's just how it is. I think they'll cool off. That's all. It, that's all it's coming down to. All right. Well, it sounds like I know what team I'm going to be investing in first next or in, in two weeks. <laughs> um, BT, you have the next three teams. You're the only one that got uh, all these teams. You got the Timberwolves for five, Rockets for five. Oh, shocker there, and <laughs> the Magic for five. So go ahead and tell us your reasoning for kind of those five teams. Yeah, I'm gonna bang these out real quick. So Wolves, I feel like the Wolves could be a slightly worse version of what the Kings were last year, uh, especially starting the season. I feel like you have Cat healthy. Anthony Edwards is in that upward trajectory. Uh, Rudy Gobert has been trying to work on versatiling his game. I don't know how much that's really going to do. But, uh, you know, they're going to be a competitive team. They're going to be a good team. Mike Conley as well. Um, and they got uh, they got McDaniels locked up today. So uh, I have them being a, a solid team to start out the season. And then as far as the Rockets, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really have uh, high expectations for them, especially not to start the season. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty rough schedule to start the season, uh, but I had to throw in five for my team. Uh, Magic, I got five in as well. Um, I feel like for the money that they're at right now, uh, with 25 being on that Rockets and uh, in Raptors point, um, I just feel like if Bancaro and Franz Wagner keep elevating their game, uh, they should they should be able to rattle off some wins. And I, you know, when, when we're getting to those kind of like $30, $25, you can afford to kind of like take the chance there because I mean, if they lose $5 to share, like it's, it's not a much, it's not that much where, as when, you know, you're up towards the fifties and forties, you know, some of those could hurt just a little bit more. So, uh, next team gauge 14 on the Hornets. Yeah. So this is actually a team where I don't expect them to be very good this year. But I expect them to be the Orlando Magic effect this year because they play they play a, a reasonably like leveled difficult uh, difficulty of schedule um, for their first couple weeks. They play Atlanta, Detroit, Brooklyn, Houston, um, Dallas, Washington, Miami. I told you I'm really low on Miami. New York Knicks. I think they could pull one off there, but then I think things will start to slow down towards maybe the end of some December. So I might sit with the Hornets for a little bit, but I expect some sort of a extreme hard 
like down like downhill trend from them. Um, so they're just a team that I think will be the Orlando Magic this year. The Orlando 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 Magic effect. You know, I think last year was the Trailblazers, where they went it was like the Jazz. It was well, the Jazz. It was the it was mostly the Trailblazers. I feel like the Utah Jazz could have kept it up if if uh you know they didn't just start saying like you know. <laughs> The front, like, front office was sending text messages mid-game like, hey, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> We're supposed to take yeah, – we need to take one more year. <laughs> Pull them out. Like, they, they sat, like, Sexton for a lot of – I think Sexton plays a lot more this year. That's just a guess. I feel like he could have played more next year. But that's pretty sure he played less than, like, 24 minutes a game. Yeah, I don't know too. what the deal with that was. I feel like he should have played a little bit more, but I don't know. And then Gage – you are so high on Victor Wimbanyama. I I even put five shares just to get on the Victor hype train. Peyton put in ten. You're not even putting in. You're not even trusting your guy. <laughs> I trust the guy. I don't know if I trust the team. They gotta play. They, they gotta play the Clippers, Phoenix twice. They play Indiana, New York Knicks. Then they play. I guess they can maybe swing on Toronto. I think they'll make it interesting in Dallas. It's kind of interesting that they're starting their season, and actually their season starts with Dallas and Houston. So the Battle of Texas, I guess. I guess I'm, I don't know how they decided to do that, but it'll be interesting there. Um, but when you're playing the Clippers, then Golden State, then Denver, oh my gosh, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe towards the end, but then even then, is it's all is is Wimby gonna even play those games? I, I don't know. Be injured. I don't even think ESPN knows how to put their expected wins. I think if they're expecting Wimby to play, then they'll have like a higher uh, expected win percentage for them. But then if he doesn't play, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> like yeah. you just you're below your expectations and you're losing money. <laughs> yeah. So that's all the teams that we're buying on right now. There's two teams I do want to bring up that none of us went in on. Um, the reigning runners up. The Miami Heat. We're all expecting them to take a big step back this year. I wouldn't say a step yeah. back. I, I just think they'll be fine. I mean, even going into the playoffs last season, they were the eight seed. So I mean, they were fine last year. They didn't really get any better this year. I'm expecting them to be fine. And then the, the other one, the Philadelphia 76ers. None of us went in on. Are we just are we are we waiting to figure out what's happening with that James Harden deal? Yeah, yeah. I think we I know am. what's happened. I think we. I don't know what's, what's happened. Going to happen. I mean, he's he's not, the they're not. They're yeah. I mean, well, whether he goes to the Clippers or not, he's not going to play for Philly. So I can't. I can't invest money in them. I don't know. I don't know if he has that power. I don't know if he has that power to just like hold off on on a team anymore. Like, I don't know. Can he still do that? I don't think Philly can afford two times in the last three seasons to let a player hold out until the trade deadline <laughs> and then their team suffers just so they can get booted in the first round. That's I don't think silly. they can allow. Yeah. So I th- I think they need to they, they learn from their mistakes with Ben Simmons. Let's trade the guy now, get our assets, get the team together so we don't look that bad in the playoffs. Yeah, if 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 James Harden comes back, then I'll invest. But like, I don't know. They're just. It's do just you really want to right now? Yeah. Do you really want to go into that when there's like easier bets? 
Yeah. So then before we end, I'm going to ask you guys the one question. I just need a one word response on the team. What team's going to make you the most money this year? Thunder. Thunder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks, maybe Pacers. Bucks. I don't know. See, you took my answer, so now I can't say the Bucks. So I <laughs> can say the, You can say the Spurs. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't trust the guy. So, and I, I can't go with the Thunder because one, I don't, I don't even have anything invested in him. And Peyton already said the Thunder, so. Uh, I'll just go with the Nuggets. They have the highest stock, and I have the most shares in that. So if I just monopolize the shares and they keep winning, keep making me money, there we go. I don't know. He Jokic, Jokic might no. Jokic won't start off slow. I think he he figured that out. Like <laughs> Jokic like, start off slow. It, Jokic's first few years in the league, it always took him till All Star break to like start dominating because he was always out of shape. And he always he, he mentioned always drinking like two liters of Coke a day and like just donuts. And he, I think he figured it out because he hasn't really started slow for the last like two years. He's, he's figured it out that he shouldn't be eating donuts and, and I think actually it was crunch bars or some sort of chocolate and then like two liters a day of Coke. Something. So he figured it out. He figured it out. But they, yeah, I think I think he's just too smart. I think he, I think the way he plays, he can be a little bit out of shape, and it's not going to matter all that much for his game. Yeah, and that's how it used to work. Like, but I know every like if you monitored, I know there was a time where people people were getting really upset with Jokic because Jokic just hardly was like just running down the court like i mean he runs down the court pretty slow but now it's strategic he's doing it on purpose like before it yeah, wasn't really on picking purpose. his lanes yeah. <laughs> strategic laziness yeah strategic laziness <laughs> the three-point shots is strategically <laughs> it's 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 like a it's like a boxer it's like you you pick and choose when you go for your certain hits and you pick and choose when you just gotta be lazy and just you know just play, just play defensive. All right, so that concludes our, our preseason, uh, I guess, stock inputs, shares, buys, whatever you want to call it. Um, is there anything you, you guys need to add? Go Rockets. Do you, how good do you think the Clippers are going to be? Uh, that's a topic for a different day. You think so, they're going to make the playoffs <laughs> yeah, still? That, 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 that's, that, that's, that's a topic like, for a different day. Yeah, that's a can of worms. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only only thing I have left to say is, dang, I'm just I'm just picking which jersey I'm gonna buy when I get a hundred dollars from you guys. So uh, I want a wimpy I want a wimpy jersey. <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm not buying you that. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> once again, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Momentum MVP. Follow our Facebook page at MVP Momentum Podcast. And check us out on YouTube at MVP Momentum Podcast. I've been Sam Holcroft. Engage is all a cover. I've been Peyton Thompson. Thanks for listening.